We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. What's up, Browns fans? Welcome into a Monday, April 3rd episode of your OBR Film Breakdown. I am your host, Jake Burns. And, uh, you know, as Mondays typically go, guys, we are going to be doing, uh, you know, these are shorter, uh, shorter episodes, largely because I don't really uh, prefer to have, take the Sunday evening away from anybody joining me. So uh, these are always going to be shorter Monday episodes outside of the season. As you know, in season, we get pretty thorough on our post-game episodes, but today will be pretty quick. As, as sort of an open, a couple things I want to do. I'm going to, I'm going to go around and talk about some Auxiliary Browns news, like not a smaller-scale stuff uh, that's not a big deal, but I think needs uh, mentioned at least. Uh, I want to know, or say thank you really, to anybody who took the time to give me a review on iTunes. Again, if you maybe missed that episode, I kind of referenced that iTunes and Spotify give Cleveland Browns podcast suggestions based on really based on number of reviews. So I always uh, and back when I did the hat giveaway, which we will do something fun before the season this year, I am not telling you to give me five stars. I'm asking for just honest reviews. So I appreciate it. A lot of you gave some reviews in both platforms, Spotify and Apple's podcast platform. And and again, I, I appreciate you very much for doing that. Just wanted to lead off Monday with that. Now we go around and talk about the Browns, right? There's not a ton of news on the forefront. What we do know is that there's an interesting thing out from Flory about the NFL's funding rule and whether this um, mandatory escrow put away for guaranteed contracts is actually mandatory, right? So he notes March 31st has come and gone, and he's asking uh, on Pro Football Talk, did the Browns place the $160 million into escrow before the deadline? They asked the Browns and the league on Saturday and got zero response. Now, I'd imagine this was done. They don't have to give him a response, but it is interesting, right, when you're talking about this potentially not being mandatory. It's it's written up that way. Uh, at least it was written up formally as a way to protect players with uh, teams that would be folding right, a long time ago uh, or coming up with issues to not be able to pay people. So if they guaranteed money, you had to put that money away so that that money was always there in a guaranteed contract. So it is interesting. He talks about the section 
in the collective bargaining agreement, funding of deferred and guaranteed contracts. It's on page 178. If you're a, I guess if you're a CBA enthusiast, 178. The NFL may require that by a prescribed date certain, each club must deposit into a segregated account. One of the things that teach you in law school, uh, Florio says, is the difference between the words may and shall. The first is permissive, the second is mandatory. So if it's a may, it's not required. The NFL doesn't have to do it. The funding rule was put in place years ago. The NFLPA behest here to protect players against potential owner insolvency, right? Owners failing to be able to pay people. Um, Now that we know no one's going broke in this modern NFL, there's no need for that funding rule, which that could change everything. It's an interesting point he's making here. He says, for now, the question is the Browns, uh, whether the NFL required the Browns to do it for Watson if the league didn't. Some may wonder whether the funding rule is at this point nothing more than a phony device used by teams as an excuse to not give full guarantees. So that's interesting, right? I don't know if they'll get an answer on that from the team or the NFL, but it is interesting nonetheless. So haven't gone deep into the weeds of researching that, and maybe some people commented on it, but nonetheless just wanted to share that update with you. We'll see if anything comes with it. Other pieces of minor news that went around, um, Ogbo Okoronko is not going to be able to wear number seven. That is not a position he will be playing this year. He will not be deemed an outside linebacker. He's a defensive end, so he will have to wear... Um, a number uh, above the number seven. I think they have to go 50 to 59, and then uh, they go uh, 90 to 99 too. I'm not sure if edge players can get a lower number now. Uh, maybe they can. I've seen like Judon, but again, the label between outside linebacker and defensive end is a little different distinction, so he's going to have to get a different number. Uh, just keep an eye on that. If you were set to buy your Obani Onkwonkwo number seven jersey, that will not be coming to fruition. Another piece of random and really goofy news was the a, a Browns fan was at a signing for Tyreek Hill, re-signing the Dolphins jersey that this Browns fan wearing a Watson jersey had, and it was a, uh, they should have paid me. I tried to come to Cleveland. I tried, but they didn't want me, is what Tyreek Hill told this Browns fan. Now, if the trade happened after Deshaun Watson's trade, the Browns didn't have anywhere near the equity in money at that moment last year, right, or picks to be able to do that. So maybe Hill did want to go to the Browns. The team certainly could not have done anything to afford him there at that moment. Uh, so take that for what it's worth. If you recall last year, uh, Tyreek Hill was in the midst of a uh, situation with uh, with the Chiefs where he was trying to get paid and they ended up shipping him off, as you, as you recall, for multiple first-round picks. Uh, other pieces of news, Wes Martin's contract is out. Jack Duffin did a great job writing this up. He says, and I quote, he becomes yet another player to sign a veteran salary benefit contract with the Browns this offseason. This was created by the NFL and NFLPA to help older players from being pushed out of the league by cheaper rookies. This is actually fascinating. Browns have taken advantages to Anthony Walker, among others. He has the base salary of a million eighty, right? So one point zero eight, which is the least a player with four seasons in the league can sign for. The way the veteran minimum salary benefit works is his base salary is treated as that of a player who only has two years in the league, so 940000 This means he will earn an extra 140000 that will not appear on the Brown salary cap. So he will earn that on top of what is there, the 940000 So this is the first veteran of note here. This is different. It's the first veteran salary benefit deal they've done this offseason, which has not included the extra 152500 of incentives, signing bonus, that they can add to it as well. So if we pair that with the lack of any guarantees in this deal, as we know, as we looked at the Anthony Walker contract, that had 
500,000 in guaranteed salary, 652.5 against the cap this year. It doesn't look like they think Wes is likely to make the 53-man roster. Probably a camp body, potentially a practice squad player who maybe does work his way up like Yodi Froholt did uh, back in the day. But yeah, I wouldn't take Wes Martin's contract as any indication it's going to be on the Browns. And this is what you get from Jack Duffin. Every single time he writes up these contracts, he wrote up Anthony Walker's. He'll continue to write up every single one. We don't have, I don't think we have Marquise Goodwin yet, so we'll keep an eye on that one for the last contract to, tr- to trickle in. Speaking of Marquise Goodwin, a noteworthy piece of news over the weekend was that the Seahawks were not going to tender Ryan Neal. Uh, they took away the restricted free agent tender from him. Had a nice year last year in 2022, 66 tackles, eight passes defended was a guy I kind of, if they didn't get Juan Thornhill, was interested in, not at the restricted level because I didn't want to give anything up, but uh, I do think he was an interesting player. As we know right now, the OBRs, um, Brad Stainbrook pointed out over the weekend on Twitter that the Browns do not have any connected interest at this moment. Now that could change as they maybe look for a third safety to replace Ronnie Harrison. They could also obviously draft that player, but that is of note that there's been uh, some contact with those who would know and there is no interest at this moment Uh, as as far as other dbs the browns are interested in we're starting to see some uh you know stuff trickle trickle in about top 30 visits and interest in players if you know anything about division three football in ohio you know baldwin wallace which is obviously up there in berea right next door to the browns facilities and there's a pretty talented player here in anthony kendall uh, the cornerback uh, out of baldwin wallace he's got some teams knocking on his door dolphins rams falcons but the browns have shown the most interest in him he had a fantastic uh, pro day. He, he uh, jumps upward of 39.5 on the vertical, 11.01 on the broad, which are elite numbers. Now he's 5'9", almost 5'10", 176, so those are poor on the size uh, you know, parts of the RAS scores, but bench is 20 reps. 40-yard dash was a 4.44. How perfectly that is, we'll see, but 4.44, 2.56, 20-yard split, 10-yard split of 1.51, all of those are great speed numbers. The agility stuff did not come in as good as you would like. A four-three-five shuttle, and then a seven-cone, uh, sorry, a three-cone of seven point oh one, which is about average. So he's a UDFA guy, but certainly one that the Browns could be connected to and try to get in house, right, uh, for the comfort of that young man in Berea and where he's been, and clearly athletic enough to give a shot to. So we'll see if Anthony Kendall is on the Browns' radar. Now, as we get closer to the draft, we're going to hear more about these top 30 visits. The Browns are fortunate that they have a bunch of local prospects that they can bring these on and not count against their top 30 visits. So, like, Dewan Jones and Paris Johnson will come through. The Browns are not going to draft those guys, but they'll come through, meet with them, talk with them in case there's any sort of inkling that there could be a connection down the line, which, again, you never know. Um, you know, Carl Brooks from Bowling Green will, will come through. We have other confirmed reports from the Houston guys. Tank Dell, the speedy, shifty slot receiver, uh, is uh, reported to have met with the Browns and Clayton Toon, the quarterback as well, which we'll talk about in just a moment. And then uh, Javon Dexter is another confirmed one that we have out there as far as visits. We will try to see if there's any more information on that in the coming days and weeks and the connection and what the Browns typically do with those types of visits and whether there's actually a parallel between those guys who visit and actually getting them in the draft. Something certainly to track. So, Otherwise, on the website, we had um, Offensive Evolution, which is a nice job by Brad Ward, who took what we did on yesterday's Things I Think I Know About the Browns Sunday podcast conversation, talked about the trade for Elijah Moore and why it's vital to that target share conversation. And then he also wrote up the NFL Rules Edition, which is a big thing that we hit on yesterday um, in his Things I Think I Know About the Cleveland Browns actual article. Jack Duffin updated his 
Cleveland Browns agent athletic guardrail draft board, so check that out. And then we will have plenty of draft content coming this week, including the usual mock draft, and then we're going to start putting together some player probability scale stuff for the draft, which is going to be fun all around. Um, we're going to be doing in the next few days... Uh, next not few days, few weeks leading into the draft, I'm going to be looking at my top five for the Browns at every position. So these will not be every single day. There will be some guests that kind of rule this out for time to talk about it, but I promise to get every single position in place. So we're going to do that very quickly right after a quick break. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Okay, so we start with quarterback, which is probably pretty perfect for your boring Monday quick-hitting podcast. Uh, there's not a ton of interest at this spot for the Browns, right? They have Watson. They have Kellen Mond still on the roster. They just added Josh Dobbs again. It does not feel like a, a spot they're going to draft. Now, if you're convinced they're going to use all eight picks and they're going to maybe take a swing at quarterback, as you should, you know, some people believe you should take a quarterback in every single draft, and I certainly understand those folks who believe that. I think it's an interesting idea, right? But uh, as far as like if the Browns were to take one to keep this integrity of this, uh, you know, exercise we're doing here, 
I have a couple guys that I, I think I'm only going to do three. Typically I do five, but in this case I only really want to do three because I don't think there are a ton of great options out there for the Browns to be interested in. The first guy that I would say I'm most interested in, and I don't know if he's even draftable. Some teams might draft him, some might not, and that's Dorian Thompson-Robinson. So I would be certainly interested in him coming out of UCLA a lot of times starting. He he was around this program for a, for a good bit, right? Uh, two-time second-team All-Pac-12 player in 20 and 2021. Had, I think, a pretty nice career overall in an uneven offense. I thought what they did offensively with Chip Kelly became much better as he got further down the line. He's a 4-5-6-40 guy, 1-5-1, 10-yard split. He's athletic, right? 32.5 vertical, everything you kind of want. Uh, had a really nice uh, closing season uh, in 22 as an honorable mention where he went 20, uh, sorry, 266 of 382, 70% completion, 3,154 yards, 27 touchdowns, 10 interceptions, 645 rushing yards on 118 carries, 12 rushing touchdowns. So that's what you like, right? Fifth-year starter, uh, sorry, five-year starter, I should say. Um, you know, the, the type of mobility that's similar to the guys in the room uh, overall. All of the quarterbacks the Browns have have a pretty similar skill set. Not freaky athletes, but good athletes who can get out, extend plays, move around, and that's what DTR can do. Not always as clean from the pocket as you want. Um, he's at his best when he's throwing on time, which again I think will be appealing to the Browns. Some some vision judgment issues in there uh, that lead to some throws that make you scratch your head every now and again, but I, I think to me, as far as a fit behind a smart player, saw so much football in his time uh, at UCLA, and I, I like it, right? He's, he, you watch him, and you don't necessarily see a natural throwing motion. He doesn't throw a great deep ball, but they're just, I should say consistent, because there are some throws that it'll catch your eye, but he's not consistent enough. But but some of the, the mesh of the person he is with the experience, the shiftiness in his run game, that he can add and kind of continue on with what Watson does and the 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 need and performance uh, that he has done in that type of offense where he's got to make quick decisions, I think uh, is is a pretty decent fit. So that's what I'm interested in first. I would say second is Clayton Toon, who, again, the Browns have already met with. I think he's an eventual backup quarterback at the NFL level. Don't think he gets into the, to the starting role. Um, you know, he's had some nice seasons, man. I, I think he trying to find exactly how many yards he put up. He, he's a guy who also played five years, uh, more so obviously 2019 to 22. He had 117 attempts in 2018, but his last two years, he threw for 35-47, 30 touchdowns, 10 interceptions, and then in 22 he completed 67% for 4,074 yards and 40 touchdowns, 10 interceptions. So, again, compact throwing motion that I like. It's a lot cleaner. He had a pretty decent senior bowl in my opinion, um, you know, you can put together drives, uh, but the wrist stuff, I don't love. He takes too many of them. And I think that leads to some of the negatively graded throws in my opinion. Um, you know, the decision-making is not always the best. He tries to kind of do some hero ball stuff, but I think he's got the type of arm. I think he's got the type of thought process. I think he's got the processing to be an NFL quarterback. I don't think he's ever going to be a starter, uh, but he's got surprising mobility. I think he can move a little bit. I think he could get, be a guy who could come in and plug and play, here and there, right? He's not a starter, but a guy who, again, can plug and play here and there. And I think the deep accuracy is, is decent. Stares down people a little bit too much. I don't like how he how, how slow he can, he can work place to place, but 
again, uh, uh, I'm looking for guys who have a lot of experience, right? The last one's Jaron Hall, BYU, mobile quarterback, accuracy down the field. He's an interesting player. I think his deep ball stuff was really impressive this year, and he had a nice season. He threw, uh, he started 21 and 22, obviously taking over for Zach Wilson. He threw 248 of 376 this past year, 3171 through the air, 31 touchdowns, six interceptions. That's all stuff you really, really like, right? Um, but again, he's a project, right? I think he's started not enough games that I love for that level, uh, but it is a West Coast offense, similar to what Kevin likes to do, can work off play action, throws vertically pretty well, um, not always on time. I think that that can be a problem for him, um, you know, because I don't think he processes as well as you would love a guy to process to be as consistently good as you want him to be at the NFL level. But the mobility stuff is there. He's a good athlete. He can move. He can run. Um, and, again, it's, it fits the mesh of the type of player I think the Browns are going to want if they ever were to take a quarterback. Or these guys could also, more so Jaron Hall here, could be the UDFA camp-style arm, right, that they, could, that they could really take advantage of and be a nice player, potentially develop. So under-pressure stuff's not good enough for him. Lack of, lack of true arm strength and the easy flick motion stuff isn't as good as you would like it to be. Um, that'll probably hold him back. But again, I think he also has a second quarterback, a backup in the right system ability. Fifth year junior, six foot two oh seven, so not quite as big as you would love. But again, uh, he makes up for that in other parts of his game. Um, he's got good pocket awareness, but I just, I just don't love his decision making when the pressure sort of uh, lands in his lap. Right? Um, don't, don't love that. And some of the you know, middle of the field stuff he leaves. A lot to be desired. Again, you're picking apart quarterbacks late in the draft. But those are my three guys that I would be relatively interested in because of the fit behind Deshaun Watson. Maybe you're looking for a long-term cheap guy here. Uh, but again, it's really unlikely they're drafting a quarterback at any point. And obviously the answer is simple, right? They've, they've already invested guaranteed money in Dobbs. They have spent time with Kellen Mond. So I'm expecting some sort of um, you know, quick, quickly moved camp arm so they have a four quarterback system but uh dtr dorian thompson robinson then clayton toon and then jaron hall those are my three quarterbacks that are even remotely worth keeping an eye on Uh, it would have to be pick 231 at the absolute earliest in my opinion but very unlikely otherwise listen have a great monday that's it that's all i got for today we're going to come back like i said over the coming three weeks here we will we will get through every position with my top five for the browns keep it out of the obr great content going up on a monday Uh, Should have some analytics stuff up. Should have, like I said, more on the draft, which is exciting stuff to come. So check that out. Appreciate you stopping by. Have a fantastic Monday. Go Browns. Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, the trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com slash balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. 
Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality.